Welcome to Latino Reads, inspirational video podcast that highlights award-winning authors and leaders, exposes viewers to all types of books, and motivates thinking on a variety of topics. Hello, I'm Michelle Hemesath, and I'm here with Christine Eber, who's written a wonderful book called When a Woman Rises. It's up for an award in the most inspirational fiction category here at the International Latino Book Awards. And uh, she has written this wonderful book that I hope you will enjoy and read. And uh, it is called the, um, When a Woman Rises. And why is it called that? Actually, um, the women in the novel are Zapatistas. Mm -hmm. Um, these are women who are struggling for social justice in Chiapas. And one of the phrases of their movement is, when a woman rises, no man is left behind. And I just took the um, first part of that phrase as the title of my book. And it, it speaks to how this movement, the Zapatista movement, has put women at the center. And they are very concerned that women's rights be honored in all communities of the world, but especially in the Maya community where these women live. And where did you draw the inspiration for this novel? Well, from my um, friendships with women like Lucia and Magdalena, who are Zapatistas in the novel, I have been studying in my Highland Chiapas, Mexico, among Maya people since the 80s. I'm an anthropologist. And I had written quite a few nonfiction books, but had never tried my hand at a novel. <laughs> and after um, retiring from teaching, I felt like I had so much more I wanted to write about. and had so many stories rumbling around in my head, and I felt like maybe I could engage a wider readership with my understandings of Maya life and culture if I were to write a book of fiction. And so I was feeling really liberated doing it, actually, because I could use so much of my own um, knowledge of their lives, but also tell a story. And what responses have you had from your readers that have read this book? You know, um, one woman I remember in a book club I spoke to, she um, said that the book helped her understand another culture. And of course, that didn't surprise me because I had hoped that would happen. But what she said next did, she said, and it slowed another one down. And by that she meant that it made her look at her own culture, her own society, community, herself, and think about her own life more critically, how she was living it because there were values, beliefs, practices in her in the novel among the Maya women that she felt were really honorable and respectful. And she had seen a lot of things deteriorating in our country, the way people weren't treating each other with as much respect. And she saw that this was highly valued in the Maya community. And she felt that we could learn from that. <laughs> Do you have plans for a Spanish edition of this book? And I heard that you were starting a GoFundMe account. I believe that anthropologists and other writers can um, challenge colonialism by getting our work into the languages of the people it's about. And although this book will not be in Sotzil, the Mayan language of these people, it'll be in Spanish, and most of them, the young people, read Spanish. So my plan is to give away 2,000 free copies to Maya women, men, and youth, and help them um, Re recognize this creative spark they carry within themselves so that they can bring it out to the world in some way. And also to uh, mirror for them what I found valuable and beautiful in their culture. 
and I did start a GoFundMe campaign, and it's going pretty well, and <laughs> I'm very um, pleased that people want to support this project. So they're joining me in challenging colonialism in this important way. Well, it's been fascinating talking to you and meeting you, and I hope that I soon get to read your book. Thank you. Tune in weekly for more great authors and reading insights.